Hello and welcome to day seven of the Massive Attack 12 Days of a Cartoon Christmas Specials. I'm Joe. With me, as always, back in Melbourne is Mitch. G'day. And we are into week two now of our 12 Days of Christmas Specials. And we've got a bit of a special today. This isn't a series episode. It is a one-off episode that came from 1981. And we are looking at A Chipmunk Christmas, which originally aired in the States on NBC on the 14th of December back in 1981. So I would have been almost 10 if I'd have seen this at the time. And I think I probably would have been sorely disappointed. <laughs> if I saw it at 10, I would have liked it. Really? That would have been I'd... fine because I used to watch Elvin and the Chipmunks and apparently I used to enjoy it. Okay. So I think this actually came before the Chipmunk series. I think it this was yeah. out as a special and then a bit later in the 80s we had the proper cartoon Chipmunk show. But So the, the premise of this one is Dave Seville owns the Chipmunks or hangs out with the Chipmunks or is their foster father for the Chipmunks. I'm not sure. He is a record producer and the Chipmunks make hideously offensive records. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in this episode, they're recording some Christmas songs. I think. They are, but we don't start there. No, actually, that's true. We don't. We start with a very sickly boy in bed and the doctor saying, I don't think he's going to make it to Christmas. They don't explain why. He's just not well. No. Great way to start a kid's cartoon, fellas. <laughs> It's just like, okay, he's dying. It worked for Tiny Tim in A Christmas Carol. Yes. So that's literally cold open. There, mum's looking upset. Doctor says, I don't think he's going to make it. He's just not snapping out of it. You don't know anything. Nothing. This is how it starts. It's like, well, and then it cuts to the chipmunks singing very dirgy songs. Now, yeah. the chipmunks started off as just a musical group. A guy was playing around with the sounds and made you know, that sped up sound and got the chipmunk sound and it became a hit and they became characters and sold really well. And I don't know which was the first cartoon or iteration of it, but this is one of the early ones from what I can gather. Yeah. So the characters of there's three chipmunks, Elvin, yep. Simon and Theodore and Dave, which is the, the promoter, producer, yep. whatever it is. Yeah. So it's them singing this Christmas song, which I think was one of their biggest hits, if not their first yep. hit. I can't remember. So they're doing that, and it's all well and good, and they're going, they've got to go record. And Elvin is sort of the leader of the group and the most vocal, bit, bit of a larrikin, bit of a trickster, bit of a, you know, rebel, always does his own thing, a bit of a pain to Dave, always getting in trouble. And he doesn't want to work. He goes, it's Christmas. We don't, shouldn't work on Christmas. It's criminal. It's like, well, it's just a recording. Come on. Maybe you can play your harmonica, and we establish that he really loves his harmonica. It's very special. And he goes, all right, I'll do it because I get to play my harmonica. He's not really hitting his nut. Then he goes to a toy shop. He's Yeah, he goes to a department store and he sees his harmonica. Another one, just like him. He goes, oh, it's like your brother. There, there's two of the best harmonicas in the world, blah, blah, blah. And he hears this lady. This lady walks in and happens to be the mum from the child who was sick early on saying, oh, I'd love to buy him. It might help him, that harmonica, but I just can't afford it. You know, maybe it'll make him snap out of it. I don't know if Elvin knows who this woman is or knows who Tommy is, but he gets all upset for Tommy. Yep. And he goes back to do the recording, and he's just not hitting his notes. He's, he's, his head's not in the game. Yep. So they do a bit of recording, and they're not doing well. And he goes, look, can I just go off and clear my head, go do something? And he goes and visits Tommy. And he yeah. actually says, Tommy, look, here you go. You won a prize. You won the harmonica. It's yours. Well done. <laughs> which is great. And Tommy sparks up a little bit, which is great. Then he goes back and records, and he does well. Yeah. 
I think Tommy obviously knows who Alvin is because when so he goes to visit, no, he's, he's got posters of Alvin on his walls and yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, that's fine because they're famous. But how does Alvin know who Tommy is? We don't get that established. No, but I maybe he's like, you know, maybe he's one of their fans and he's written them letters or something. I, maybe. I don't, okay. So anyway. anyway, so that that happens and that's all well and good. And then we get this O'Henry style story where it's sort of like, okay, so he's given the harmonica away and he hasn't told Dave because Dave gave it to him. And Theodore and Simon are like, oh, what are you going to do? I was like, well, we'll just raise money and I'll go buy another one after Christmas. That's fine. It's all good. Just don't tell Dave because he bought it for me and he'll get upset because, yep. you know. And he's done the right thing, but he's just trying to, you know, not upset Dave. Yeah. So so that's all well and good. Then Dave gets a phone call saying, oh, we're going to play Carnegie Hall. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Christmas Eve, bring it on. Yeah. And Elvin gets to do a harmonica solo. Fantastic. Sounds like the worst Christmas show ever. But... <laughs> I'm Monica Solo from a chipmunk. Bring it on. So, so that's all well and good. So, oh fuck! I've given my, you know, harmonica away. Bugger! Yeah. I'm gonna have to get my money together. So they go oh, to buy another one. I've got to do it. So, of course, they dress up as Santa Claus. Elvin yeah. dressed up as Santa Claus. They get all the local street dogs dressed up as um, reindeers, and, yep. and they go and charging twenty five cents for a photo with Santa. And a girl brings a cat, and all hell breaks loose. And so, yeah, fuck that. Don't yeah. Work. And then um, Alvin, Theodore and Simon give them all the money and they go to buy it. And it's all like, this is great. Can we get there? Before we got there, though, because they, they come home and they're kind of all worn out. And and Dave's like, oh, you know, you need to get a good night's sleep ready for your concert and make sure we do a really good job. And I think Simon and Theodore are kind of like, oh, yeah, we, we, we tried sort of thing. And Alvin's all like, oh, we've got to try and make more money so I can go and buy, buy more presents. And Dave really has a go at him for misunderstanding the reason for Christmas. So it's kind of like, well, you don't love Christmas so you can buy stuff for yourself. The whole idea is that you're meant to be buying stuff for other people and helping other people. And he basically sends the chipmunks off to bed. And then Alvin has this weird sort of fever dream about what it would be like if he lost all this money. And, and yeah, it's just, it didn't flow very well. But no, it, yeah. The fever dream, he gets to meet some dude who invents things. And they go, what do you need? So I need money. What's money? Money's used for this. Oh, I'm going to invent money. I just, I just invented Christmas, and it's now on February 12th. It's just, yeah, it's a strange fever dream that doesn't really make sense to an adult. It would make less to a child yeah. watching this. Yeah, it, it didn't make a lot of sense. And I've watched this a couple of times now leading into the recording here, trying to make heads or tails of it. But <laughs> it, I, it didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that's all well and good, and that's when Elvin, sorry, when Theodore and Simon give them the, all their money, all their pocket money, saying go buy it. He goes yeah. to the shop, and the next scene you see is him there going, "I just don't have enough. I wish I could." And this old lady goes up saying, "Oh, can you do us a favour? Will you, if I buy you that, would you play me a song?" And he goes, "You don't even know me." And it's like, "Yeah, oh, could you just help an old lady out and all this sort of stuff?" Maybe she just likes playing with her cat as well. I don't know. So he ends up playing the tune and she fucks off. Everyone listens to him playing. It's a Christmas tune. I can't remember which one it is now. Yeah. On the harmonica and everyone likes it. And by this time, while this is happening, Dave gets a phone call from Tommy's mum saying, yeah. thanks, Elvin, for what he did. He's really sparked up. He's really come good. It's done a great job. So he goes to Theodore and Simon saying, okay, tell me what's going on. And they explain what's going on. He goes, I've been harsh on Elvin all this time. He's actually done a really good thing. This is great. So they end up going to the store and seeing him sing, um, play his harmonica, and that's all great, all well and good. And they're going, well done. You've done a great job. This is all good. Let's go to Carnegie Hall because you've got to perform. Yep. So, and the lady's disappeared. The one who gave him the harmonica and did all that sort of, she's fucked up, gone. Yep. So, 
that's strange. They played Carnegie Hall. They said there's a special. I've got a surprise as well. So they finished the performance. Everyone seems really wrapped about this harmonica performance because that's what people want to see on Christmas Eve, apparently. Yep. And and they go to the, to the wings of the stage, and there's Tommy. He's all good again. It's yeah. great. And they go, what's that? And they get out of the harmonicas and they jam together. And it's like, well done. You made me feel so much better. I'm, I'm, I'm cured. We don't know what's wrong with him or what was wrong with him. But apparently a harmonica from a chipmunk is enough to cure it. So, so, so you we try that with COVID. Well, he, you would say he had an organ transplant and then that made him feel better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, and then at the very end, you see Santa Claus flying over the city just as the chipmunks are finishing off their last little song. And as he gets back to the North Pole, he's greeted there by Mrs. Claus, and it turns out that Mrs. Claus was the woman that gave Alvin the harmonica. And there we go, we've come three sixty, and Mrs. Claus is magic too. So, yeah, uh, this just didn't hit on so many levels for me. I just found the chipmunks themselves annoying. I well, found the voice is annoying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now as an adult, yeah, it's, it's annoying. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Like, the voice is annoying. The characters are annoying. I, I sympathize with Dave now. Yeah. As, as a parent or parent-like character, it's just like, would you just fucking shut up and listen? Yeah, stop being job. an asshole. Yeah. 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 So that, as a kid, is funny because they're being larrikins. But now as an adult, it's just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Mm. And when they sing, it's sort of like, oh, this is the worst. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's, it's not for me anymore. Kind of did my head in a bit, but, yeah, I'm glad I saw it once. Don't have to see it again. No, I don't think I'll be watching this on a regular basis. Once was definitely. But I have, I have watched the live action movie from like 10 years ago with my family. And that's actually entertaining. I don't was, mind that. Was that the one where Jason Lee played Dave? Yes. Mm. Yeah, I haven't bad. seen any of those, no. Uh, like, it's the same shit. They're just annoying, and I feel for Dave, but modern storytelling, they just sort of get the pacing right. I don't know what it is, but it's fine. Like, I, I don't mind that, where this cartoon sort of did my head in a little. Yeah. But some points of note, do you know who voiced Santa in this one? Only because I'm looking it up on the wiki. Yeah, only because I'm looking it up on the Wikipedia. So I never would have picked that myself, listening to it. Megatron himself, Frank Welker. Yep. And the the woman playing Tommy's mum and Mrs. Claus was June Foray, who was quite famous for being Granny from the Tweety cartoons. Okay. And also Joker Smurf. And Rocky from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Hmm. So quite a uh, famous voice actor as well. Quite famous, and she died just recently. Oh, that's Had a ripe old age, so she had a good life. Yep. So if you were interested in the music from this, it was released on a soundtrack album back in the day in 1981. And obviously other people felt the same way about it because it peaked at number 72 on the Billboard Top 100. So it didn't do very well. But as as far as tropes go, we've got a few. We don't have a tree trimming, but there is a tree in the background. We have no mention of a Christmas meal. We have no religion. We kind of have a bit of a turnaround in the fact that Dave doesn't believe that Alvin understands the spirit of Christmas and then he's kind of all happy at the end when he realises that Alvin's actually not in it for himself. He's actually trying to help someone else. So you could kind of say that's a turnaround. And I guess... Well, it was a misstep. It was. Yes, the spirit of Christmas was there, but they were all on the wrong page. But they all got on the right page at the end. Yeah. And I guess you could say you had a present exchange because they gave Tommy the, the harmonica. Yeah. All up, though, 
I wouldn't recommend this. Strangely, though, when you go online and you look for, you know, best cartoon Christmas episodes, this comes up quite a bit. So I don't know if people have nostalgia for the I'd say it's nostalgia. The chipmunks. Yeah, but not for me. Because reading up on a lot of these specials that we're looking at at the moment, like the Garfield one and that, they were sort of aired every year. So it became that annual tradition. Yeah. So it's something you look forward to every year, like Emma Dodders or whatever, and you go, oh, yes, yeah, that's on again, let's watch it. And it becomes a thing. Yep. And I, I assume that's why, because I think it aired up until – the 90s sometime in the 90s yeah so yeah every year so it's one of those things that you sort of look forward to like the charlie brown thanksgiving seems to be one of those things obviously we don't celebrate thanksgiving here in australia so it doesn't really mean a lot to us but it's it's a big deal in america and i guess watching that charlie brown special is a thing it's like a christmas story is a movie that people seem to talk about i've never seen it it's one of those i think it's from around 991 84 or something like that and it's this classic Christmas movie that people talk about all the time. And I have not seen it ever. It's never been on tally and I've not caught it or anything. It's just not been around. And I don't know what Australia's aversion to this movie is. But, yeah, I mean, I could easily find it now if I wanted to. But probably. I haven't. But I probably should just so I get the jokes because a lot of just some memes because people talk about it a lot saying it's a major award. It's like a leg lamp. It's a yep. thing. I don't know what it means. So maybe I should watch that. Maybe, maybe you should. Well, speaking of looking things up, if you did want to find this, there is a split up into, I think, two or three parts on YouTube. Or if you want to watch the full thing in all its glory, it is complete on Daily Motion as well. So that's where I watched it from. But yeah, as I said, I wouldn't recommend going to dig this up unless you really want to be a glutton for punishment. But yeah. All righty. Well, on that note, Mitch, we will probably leave it there for day seven and we will be back tomorrow with another day of cartoons. Hopefully better. Bye. Hopefully. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.